I think it's important to have people in your life who really challenge you and ask those hard questions, but have your back at the same time. I believe in you. Proudly supported by RAH McDonald's. Hello and welcome to I Believe in You, the podcast about setting your goals and achieving your dreams. I'm your host, Lizelle Hartley, a business and personal mentor, and this season we will be meeting seven incredible women who have turned their passion into their careers. This episode's guest is someone who had changed their direction late in life. After working in marketing for much of her career, Karen Bricknell decided it was finally time to try something else. But Karen's journey to redefine herself came at a time when a lot was changing around her. I've just launched a new business called Karen Bricknell Coaching. And so it's all brand new. It's fresh. And so I'm growing into my business, if you could put it that way. And I'm being expanded and stretched in, in new ways, which... Lizelle, you have helped me to do very quickly, which I really appreciate. But um, my background's in marketing, communications, PR, events, and I've had over 34, 35 years experience in that area. Mm. And so I've come to this place where I've gone, you know what, I'm in my next season. I need a sea change. I need I need to be doing something that's purposeful for me in this next season that where I can make a difference in people's lives. I do love it that women from 50 plus is suddenly changing their careers, changing their life and moving to a different direction. Yeah, it's it's absolutely inspiring, don't you think, that we get to this place in our life where we've journeyed all of this starting a career, having children, stopping your career, starting it again, doing all this transition things. And then you get to this place where you go, you look back and you go, hmm, what have I really done? What is there? Some, there's got to be something for me to feel like I'm making a difference in this world. And that's where I came to at the age of 50. And I was determined to do something very different in my life. So you moved to Perth a few years ago. Did you know anyone in Perth? We had friends down south um, towards uh, the Margaret River Way, which has been really great to have that extended type family for us. But apart from that, no. So we came across from Sydney. I'm originally from Brisbane, born in Rockhampton, but we try to keep that a bit of a secret. But no, I'm from Brisbane originally, where I met my husband. We were 21 when we got married. And um, his career has gone into the aged care sector. And so we moved to Sydney for that. And then he got this great opportunity here in Perth. And so we thought, okay, let's go for it. And because I had transitioned from Brisbane to Sydney and done that experience and learnt so much in that experience, and that's another story in itself because I see that as a real wilderness time of seven or eight years where I learnt so much about myself, that when we came to Perth, I was able to be very intentional in the way I transitioned here. And so that was all about a new beginning for me. And how did it work for you? How did you feel about your identity in that time? Mm. How did you feel about um, being here and not knowing anyone? To be honest, I got to a place where I recognised my identity was attached to my career 
and attached to even my husband, I will say that out loud, um, and attached to others rather than understanding who I was. So I've been on this discovery journey of who I, who am I? Who is Karen Bricknell? And it's been the most exciting, stretching time, but it's been absolutely liberating. A real sense of freedom. Yeah, but that can also be very challenging because I know coming to, I come to Perth not knowing anyone. <laughs> I was happy to make friends with the postman just to know somebody. <laughs> but that can also be a challenging time because that happened to a lot of people out there, especially women. When you move on, you move when you're older and you don't as easy make that friends and connections. So as good as it's for you, it's challenging. It can be for a lot of women out there. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. I very much am connected to a faith community. And so I go to church every week and I remember rocking up to church and my family stood there and we didn't know anybody. And I was going up to anybody and everybody introducing myself because I knew within myself, if I didn't do that, I would retreat and I would just be in a place of isolation. Mm. There's nothing worse than isolation. It's so paralyzing fear sits within it. And so I put on my brave and I was determined. And they sat there and they laughed their heads off at the fact that I was running up to people and introducing myself, but asking them about them. And I have been intentional in the way I've done that. And I've adopted that same principle here in Perth. I really have. But I recognise that it is a real challenge. And there have been days where I have retreated. I must admit. With your business, I know there's a lot of challenges out there, but for you in your business, what is the challenges you had on your journey? I think one of the biggest challenges is my self-doubt and my lack of belief in myself that I can do this. And I know that sounds crazy being a life coach, and I suppose it's been my growing space as well. But um, actually, whenever you walk into new territory, um, it's you suddenly see all the giants, don't you? It's all the obstacles, all the challenges, and it can feel overwhelming. And I, I have sat there and gone, can I really do this? Like, can I really do this career change into something that I have never done before? Yet... I tapped into my passions, my giftings, and I've got the gift of encouragement. I've got, I'm a facilitator of, um, of faith, of hope, of love. So when I work with what sits within me, I become alive and that has helped me get my business off the ground. I think one of the other challenges is my perfectionist tendencies. And which I have seen that. <laughs> I'm very grateful to have that accountability that sits between us on that because mm. that has been an inspiring aspect to our relationship in that you actually challenge me and confront me on some of those things. And I really appreciate that. What it has caused me to do from time to time is procrastinate. And sometimes Lizelle has got the little barb sitting there, you know, <laughs> pushing me to say, you can do this. And I'm going, ah, oh, no, I don't think so. I think I need to slow down. I need to slow down. But what that is, is actually um, me protecting myself 
because I don't want to fail. Mm. I don't enjoy failing. And that's been one of my, my growth areas. And what I've learned is by pushing through and by having someone like Lizelle beside me, I actually start to believe in myself again as I push through. And I don't actually see failure as an end point anymore. I can actually turn it around. It's a growth place. It's, it's actually quite exciting when it's not perfect. And so much more opportunity can often come out of those times. Perfection can stop you. Oh, absolutely. It stopped you from achieving what you <clears throat> want to achieve. It stopped you from moving forward. And also that's also where the disbelief come in. Mm. Because it's not to your own perfection standards, yeah. that means that you kind of not think it's good enough. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. And um, ever since I was a little girl, I needed to have things perfect because that's where I got my sense of worth and my sense of value mm. in my understanding as a child. And that's stuck with me as I have grown, but it's actually been, it's, it's actually restricted my growth in a sense. So I've done some amazing things in turning that around. Probably another thing I would say is life can get in the way of when you're starting out in a business. Of course, always. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I got to experience that um, eight weeks ago when we got a call from over east, our family needed us to come across and help out with my father-in-law who was very ill and so was my sister-in-law who cares for him. And so I, I didn't even think about it. I dropped everything, packed my bag, bought a one-way ticket over there, had my husband's total endorsement to go. And I lived in a retirement living village for five weeks and then brought my father-in-law back here. And what happened with your business in that time? You know what? Um, my business, you could have said it stopped, but it didn't because I still maintained a presence and I still worked behind the scenes when I could but I wasn't necessarily growing it. So even though that wasn't happening, what was growing was me from that experience. Mm. I learned so many life lessons in that eight weeks that could not have been given to you in, in a manual. Like it was just incredible to be able to do that. And one of my core values is service and family. I was working with my core values and out of that, it was such a right thing to do. And now I can relate to other people who walk this road of caring, walk this road of grief, walk this road of um, your life turning upside down very quickly. How do you respond? And then I'm now in the recovery place, right? <laughs> the replenishing place. And that has been challenging, I, I, I have to say, because I would like to keep my business going at such a rate. But I've got to step back a little bit and breathe. So this is actually the perfect example from sometimes as a business owner, you have to put your business on pause. And it doesn't mean your business is not going to make it. It's a season of pause. But when you come back out of that pause, you're not on the same speed and road where you were when you go into pause. You literally had to start picking up again, 
pulling the ropes together, start over, and some things that was important for you before you pause might even not even feature anymore, which when you pause your business, it's sometimes a good way of redirect the business as well. And that might have happened to you as well into a more clearer direction or even just tweak it a little bit more closer to the final direction that you're actually after. Yeah, I'd agree on that. I I mean, we met yesterday and had a great session where we actually got down to what are the priorities for the here and now, understanding mm. that we've got an end goal, but let's let's tweak what's going on for the here and now. And out of that, we identified some key things for the for the end goal. And that was really fantastic. I, I got a lot out of yesterday's um, session with you, Lizelle. So yeah, I totally agree on that. That's It's been a really worthwhile thing. And I think I've grown as a person. So that can only benefit the business. Yes. So it doesn't mean your business stop when it pours. It's just sometimes that we as business owners need that little bit of breathing time. So I'm all about empowerment and it's all over me. And that's that's what my passion in life is. That's my mission. And that's why I'm so excited about this podcast that we do, because this podcast is focusing purely on empowerment. So can you tell me within your business, how do you see empowerment in your business? Well, I'm all about empowerment too. And I think that's why we resonate so well together and we work so well together because we're both about empowering, particularly women, um, to be the best version that they can be. And um, my backstory is all about empowerment. I have overcome certain situations. Um, my past narrative, I've, it's, it's, I've changed it to empower myself and understand who I am. So I want that for others. I want to see the lights go on in people's eyes to see them empowered. So I'm all about that. And I want to inspire the many women who I meet to rediscover their true identity, what passions and dreams sit within them so that they can live out a life of freedom and purpose. And I actually delight empowering others um, in their dare to dream chapters. And so it's all about building those authentic, uh, trustworthy relationships to empower people to believe in themselves and to affirm them and, and show them there's possibilities for them. As somebody that empowers so many around you, I know that one of the keys is how do you get empowered? Mm. What is that secret in your life? Because empowerment is also a lot of giving. It's not just an example you live. It's not just the words, the encouragement, but you literally give your time, yourself, your um, energy out to all these um, women around you to empower them. What do you do? to empower yourself, to make sure that you are at the place that you can empower your clients and friends around you? It's so important. Oh my gosh, it's so important because I've learned from the giving out that you have a tank and it's on empty and you've got to replenish yourself. I've actually been really intentional with a whole lot of different um, empowerment type strategies for myself and they range across a whole 
lot of different things. I, I think one of the most important things is I surround myself with women from a whole lot of different diverse backgrounds and experiences who inspire me, who encourage me, who affirm, who challenge me. And you're one of those, Lizelle. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and there's a great proverb in the Bible that says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And I think it's important to have people in your life who really challenge you and ask those hard questions, but have your back at the same time. And I am so grateful. And gratefulness is another empowerment tool for me. Like every day, I spend time to say thank you. Thank you for the people that surround me. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my husband who believes in me and has my back, who cheers me on. Um, I, I, I feel like thankfulness and also forgiveness are two very important empowerment tools. And I've learned how to forgive in a way that I can let go and walk knowing that I have forgiven others and have that sense of worth still sitting, self-worth sitting within me. Another thing that I do is obviously build into my health and strength. And if you're physically strong, you're mentally strong. And so I have been very intentional about doing um, some sort of exercise. But now that I'm actually in um, the period in my life where we're in menopause, it's about building that inner strength, that core strength. So I'm be I've been doing Pilates twice a week and I do personal training. And out of that, I am getting stronger in my body so that when I'm in those tough times, mentally, I'm strong. Another thing is I take myself out of my comfort zone. And can I be honest here? That is a very difficult thing for me because when I'm outside of my comfort zone, I find it uncomfortable. Surprise, surprise. But and our personalities change. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a very good point. But I've got a husband who's very adventurous and I have never really been adventurous as a child um, growing up. And so he has encouraged me to become adventurous. And with that, I've met him halfway. And so we've done things like walk the overland track. Uh, we have done trips to Karajini and we've hiked through the gorges. I can't swim. I've swum in gorge pools, um, which was an experience in itself. Like I've pushed myself outside of those comfort zones and I, I've felt the feelings of what that has meant for me and I've grown from those experiences. It is looking after yourself. Mm. It's really looking after yourself after, I don't say exercise, but I just say movement. Yes. Make sure you have movement, movement in your body, movement in your mind, movement amongst your friends. So as long as you have movement going, that is, that's an empowerment by itself. And one thing that I always say, if you see the results of the people that you empower around you, that's sometimes a bigger empowerment for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that drives me. I'm mm. very passionate about that, to make a difference in someone else's life and see them walk in absolute freedom and being the best version they are. I love it. Absolutely mm. love it. So any career highlights that we need to mm. know of? To be honest, I'm only just starting out. So I really don't don't have a career highlight as a life coach as such. But what I would say is that 
meeting people like yourself and my life coach, Sarah Emerson in Chicago, um, which happened just by chance, meeting these sorts of people has been such a highlight for me. And then um, probably the other thing to do with the business was my photo shoot that I did for my branding. It was actually quite transformational for me um, in the sense that I wanted to ensure when I did that photo shoot that I resonated with who I was as a child. Playful, fun, creative. I was passionate. I was adventurous when I was little. And I that's who I was and I wanted to reconnect with that. And so on that day, anything that could go wrong went wrong. But I just let it go and I had the best time. And the photos actually represent who I, who I desire to be, that playful, that exciting, that, that create, yeah, that really passionate young child was sitting there that day and it's who I am. And so I, I want that to be representative of who, as for me as a life coach. So that's very interesting because a lot of, especially women out there, don't like to see photos of themselves. So now when I listen to you, I kind of want to say, do we as women go out there and do a fun photo shoot? I think that's an amazing idea. I think that would be just brilliant. I've never really enjoyed looking at photos of myself. Do you know what? I look at these photos I love them. I delight in them because I actually see who I am in each photo and it makes me excited. It makes it, I don't know, it just makes me feel great. And I would really encourage women out there, if if you're feeling not great about yourself, go and do this. Go and have a playful shoot where you're out there just having fun. So when I listen to you, it sounds more for you that you look for a moment in the photos instead of perfectionistic. Yeah, and I think that's where the transformation happened for me. Suddenly all that perfectionism went straight out the door and I can just see past it. It's just beautiful. So that's probably then the key here is go do a photo shoot, but don't look at what is perfect or what is not perfect for you, but capture that moment yeah. in the shoot you had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, go do it, girls. So if you can leave us with your favourite phrase today, what will that be? Dare to dream, run brave and live life to the full. If you like to know more about Karen, you can find her details in the episode description. Next time, it's our final episode of the season and we need to answer a simple question. Can you live off gelato? Thank you so much for listening and until next time, I believe in you. Thank you for listening to the I Believe in You podcast. If you're interested in being coached by Lizelle, we have a number of solutions available for you no matter where you are in the world. You can find all the details for these and how to get in touch in this episode's description. This podcast is proudly sponsored by RAH McDonald's. It's more than Maccas, it's developing personal excellence for life. I Believe in You is produced by Bad Bard Productions.